Welcome back everyone, another week of Taurus Talk here at the SG Taurus Company. I'm your host, Matt LePan. Today we're going to talk about the Air Conditioning Association of New England, better known to most of you as ACA New England. Joining me today, I have two guests, both on the board of directors. First is going to be Doug Hamilton, the Vice President of ACA New England. Doug, thank you for coming on. Well, thank you for having me. And then our in-house member of the board of directors, one of the directors over at ACA New England, Mike Donahue. Thanks for coming on. Doug, just for the folks out there who might not know who you are, can you give a quick introduction of who you are and what you do over at your company, Central Cooling and Heating? I'm the president of Central Cooling and Heating. You guys are based out of Woburn, correct? Yes, that's correct. We're based out of Woburn, Mass. And Mike, can you just give people a quick introduction? I know you've been here with the SG Taurus Company for quite some time, so most people listening well, know you. 38 years, so uh, <laughs> I'm vice president of business development at SG Taurus Company. Again, been here about 38 years, so uh, just learning the ropes. Yeah, it's your first day on the job. First day, yeah. <laughs> As I said, we have topic here on deck of ACA New England. One of the reasons we want to get you guys on talk about this is there are a lot of benefits that people don't know about and a lot of folks that might not be part of ACA New England. And Doug, I'll start with you. Can you talk about some of the main benefits that there might be to being a member and why a contractor should sign up to be a part of ACA New England? Well, we try to have a benefit for all, all small businesses through through the larger businesses. You know, if we do business training, some who, you know, just starting out, we have some classes that we offer for, for, for that type of business. Plus, we do ongoing training, and that's just one portion of what ACA New England does. One of the other benefits that most people aren't aware of is we try to protect the interests of the air conditioning contractors in the state and watch out for their best interest and make sure that there aren't laws being passed and so on that aren't to our benefit. Mike, there might be folks that are competing with each other, but when it all comes down to it, really all contractors in this area, kind of big family, and that's more or less what we get out of the Air Conditioning Association of New England, right? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, the people who go to the meetings and partake, they're really concerned about their businesses. They want to make sure outside interests aren't coming in to undermine what they've worked so hard to create. I mean, most of the businesses are typically a family. The guys start out their companies and grow them to a certain level. Not to be said that that's all of them, but when that happens, you know, they have a personal interest in it. And again, there's always somebody nipping at the heels. When that happens, Doug will get into it a little bit more, but we have a lobbyist that works for the organization. So always looking out for the legal interest because again, there's always somebody nipping at the heels. And with that legal interest, we're trying to stay grounded and reach all our uh, tentacles out that we're dealing with the refrigeration board, the sheet metal board, and the, again, ACA board. We try to all work together, again, to protect our interest as a, as a group. Doug, Mike mentioned ACA. Very similar names, different things going on here. Can you just explain to folks the difference if there might be some confusion of the difference between ACA and ACA New England? Yeah, the big difference between ACA is that's a national organization and they're more concerned with, with national issues where ACA New England is mainly concerned with the local issues and that's what we concentrate on is what is the local issue and what can we do to, to resolve it and make sure it's benefiting us. Like Mike said, it, what's in our what's our interest and how do we defend that? Looking on the website of ACA New England, this isn't just a group of contractors getting together. You guys work together with whether it be distributors, manufacturer representatives, representatives from different contractors throughout New England, throughout the area to really benefit that. How does that work and how 
does having all three levels really represented in one room and one organization benefit everyone? Well, I think it's like myself. I own a business, and the only thing I get out of being vice president and on the board is knowing this needs to be done. You know, I this is how I can give back to the industry. There's, I think, three or four distributors on the board, but mm-hmm. no one has that distributor and or contractor. You know, no one cares what distributor it is. We get together, and it's it's that doesn't matter anymore. It's purely what's right for the industry and what's right for us and what do we have to do to protect ourselves and or educate ourselves and just become better contractors. I could jump in here with something that Doug's doing right now. They're going to the inspectors. One thing that's coming to us from contractors is the inspectors in different cities and towns, they do different things. There's not a very consistent page to sing from. They, they you know, you can be in Nantucket and get one option, and you can be in Woburn and get another option. And it's just really difficult for these guys to just go about doing their business. So these guys have recently, uh, some of the, a couple of the board members have taken a road show down to the different organizations run by, the inspectors have their own organizations. And right. they've gone in and done speaking and showing them what the issues are and trying to get a one-page sheet out there that, this is the only thing you need a contractor to do no matter what town it's in anybody listening to this podcast will know it's insane when you go to different cities and towns and they have different rules it's just not fair and it's not right so aca new england the lead on that to to try to get that rectified and it's not the building inspector's fault it's the state's fault you know that they instituted a license but they've not given the building inspectors any guidance and they're truly looking for guidance that's what we're trying to do is provide that guidance to them and they're very appreciative. The last meeting we had, one of the building inspectors we work with, he says that was the highest attended meeting he's seen and he can't remember how long and it was because we were there trying to help them understand our codes and, and like I say, they're very receptive to that. If the building inspectors don't know what the HVAC contractors are doing and vice versa, it's just going to be a constant butting of heads. So it's, it's really great that you guys are doing that because it benefits both sides. And in the end, it benefits the homeowner because there's not as many failed inspections. There's not as many changes that need to be made, not as many people coming in out of their home. Exactly. We had mentioned education earlier. There are classes that folks can take through ACA New England. I noticed looking on the website that there's also a scholarship opportunity for younger techs that are in the business. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes, what we do is every year we do fundraisers and we offer a scholarship to someone who's looking to further their education and who is in the business. And that's part of where if you, if you go to a golf outing or you do certain events, we'll earmark a certain amount of dollars to go to the scholarship fund that we give away every year. Other things that ACA New England does folks might not know, one, there's a career day. And it's taking place this year on April 30th. Can you talk a little bit more about what happens at the career day, some of the benefits that contractors have, and what might go into that? What the career day is for is it's not to recruit employees. The goal of career day is to educate these students, their young kids who are thinking of getting into the industry, and they're they're coming here from trade schools and, and so on. And what we're there for is to help them understand our business in our trade and try to show them the benefits. So. You know, when they're going to through school, they're young kids and, and they don't know what they want to do for a career. Even though they could be in, in a trade program, that doesn't mean they're going to continue in it. What we try to do is, is show them why, why it's a good path for them and why it's a good career. 
between the career day and the scholarship, essentially, as board members on ACA New England, you're really just trying to help bring in the next crop of HVAC techs, dealers, contractors, everything, and make sure that they're informed on what they're getting into. Yes, exactly. Like I'm on the uh, advisory board for Shashin Tech, and you have a trade school who their purpose is to teach these students a trade, yet even within that school, they're trying to tell them they shouldn't be in a trade and that they should go to college, where we're trying to push back the other way and say to these kids, you know, it's fine to go to college, but it's also not, you shouldn't be ashamed to be in the trades. Absolutely. Going to trade school is really, you're getting your career training right there. Exactly. There's no shame in not going to college. And if they want to go to college, great. If not, there are other avenues of education they can take to get into the trade and really start working right away. Yes, exactly. We're not saying if you want to go to college that you should not go to college, but you also shouldn't be shamed into going to college where, you know, we get so many employees that come to us that have gone to college for four years and just they wanted to do the trades, but they were forced or pressured into going to college where that's not what they wanted to do. Give night school as an option, right? Community colleges are offering it. We're pushing the community colleges to offer more classes, again, so we can get the kids in the trade and then the community college, if that's the way they want to roll, if they want their, uh, you know, they got to talk to mom and say, well, I'm going to go into the trades, but I'm going to go to school nights. That's a great way to do it. You don't incur the debt that, you know, is just astronomical now because you're actually making money. And then you feel and you say, well, college might or might not be for you, but the trades, at least you've got money coming in, you know. Absolutely. Exactly. Something else that is going on very soon, actually, on February 26th of 2019 is the annual conference for ACA New England. What happens at that conference and how do people register to go to the conference? You can uh, go onto the ACA New England website and you can register right online. And I'm actually myself going to be speaking with Chris Morin from Mitsubishi. And we're going to be basically going over the same training that we were doing with the building inspectors. So the contractors will be able to see or, or know what we were discussing with the building inspectors so that they'll be aware of which some of these inspectors could be asking about. One of the building inspectors is actually going to come to the meeting and talk to what, you know, answer any questions and help out however he can. We touched on this earlier. A lot of what the benefit of this is is legal backing and lobbying. How big of a benefit is it for ACA New England and its members to have a lobbyist that goes and looks out for the best interests of a contractor at the state house and also having that legal backing knowing that there are a lot of things, you know, contractors aren't necessarily lawyers all the time. Yes, exactly. The, the law is a very difficult thing. How big of a benefit is it to them to ha- know they have this backing when they join ACA New England? Well, one of the major benefits, uh, and most of these contractors out there can understand, you know, we're, we're not, I don't think anyone is uh, necessarily opposed to a sheet metal license. We think there's a lot of benefits. I, I think our opposition to the sheet metal license is how it's structured. A lobbyist may not necessarily eventually keep something from happening, but he can kill it before it becomes a law. And what it does is forces the other side to, at some point, make a compromise. So there's a lot of behind the scenes, things like the sheet metal license being tried out there, and the lobbyist is is killing it before it happens. And it's, it's forcing these other organizations to come to the table and make a compromise so it's good for both parties. All right, now the big question that everyone's going to ask when they're listening. How do I sign up and what's it going to cost me? Right out there, how much does it cost for somebody to sign up and what is the best avenue for them to go and sign up? 
Well, I believe they go to acane.org is the website. You can go there and the price structure is set up. You could do a credit card or check, personal check, company check, however you'd like to go. And one thing to be aware is all that money goes towards the lobbyists and or legal fees and it's purely used to support the members and support the members' interests. Okay, Matt. One other thing that ACA New England Board is, uh, you know, things change every day. You think you've got something behind you and something new pops up. For instance, any listener would know the uh, the rebates in the uh, eastern Massachusetts, in Massachusetts, et cetera, have changed. The Mass CEC has just disappeared, and it's put everybody in a, you know, a, a kind of a questioning atmosphere. We were getting calls at the distributor level. The contractors are getting calls. You know, that all funnels into ACA, New England. So we're trying to work with the DOER and or the Mass CEC to see if we can resurrect some of the rebate money that seems to have just disappeared just because of the changes that are out there. We also work with the utilities trying to you know keep the rebates solid year after year. So um, those are things that people don't know that the ACA New England Board does. Absolutely, and we have folks planning to come in here and talk on future podcasts about those rebate levels and the changes that are happening with them in 2019. So we look forward to having those on and getting further into that topic. Well, thank you guys both very much. Doug Hamilton, the Vice President of ACA New England and the President of Central Cooling and Heating. Mike Donahue, on the Board of Directors at ACA New England and one of the VPs over here at the SG Tours Company. We want to thank you both for coming on. We want to thank everybody out there for listening. If you're interested, again, go to acane.org. You can sign up there, find all the information on the organization right on that website. Nice, convenient website. You can sign up right online. And if you're out there listening, we want to thank you. We want to get you to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Spotify. Search Taurus Talk. You can follow along on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Use the hashtag Taurus Talk. Or you can listen to any of our podcasts on our website, sgtaurus.com slash podcast. want to thank you again. We'll catch you next week on Taurus Talk.